Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hear this, hear this, right now. Welcome. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut, shut, your, shut your mouth. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rupp and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What's up? <laughs> Welcome back. Ah, it's good to be back, yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah. Just sweating out bad decisions all day, but uh, we're here. Yeah. A little worse for the wear, but uh, that's the sure sign of a good trip. I guess so. Yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans. What? Uh, uh, just, you into voodoo these days, or what's? Uh, yeah, I don't mind a little voodoo, except I don't really believe in ghosts. So the ghost tour doesn't really uh, kind of grab me huh. as much as it does other people, but. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, I just like the vibe. That uh, That is one of my absolute favorite cities in the world, and one day it will kill me. And when it does, please just know that I died doing what I want, and it was a good death, and uh, my funeral will be a celebration. Worst cities to die in. There are worse cities to die in. I do feel like if I moved there, it probably wouldn't be for the best. Um, that, that's, it's, there's, that's a poor life choice, but I, I love visiting there. Well, we were talking yesterday. I feel like... Uh, New Orleans to you is as is Vegas to me. Yes, it's very similar. Do people in New Orleans not go to Bourbon Street? Like it, you know, like if if you're yeah. in Vegas, yeah. you don't really go to the Strip unless same, you have visitors. Same deal. Yeah. Same deal. I mean, if you want to go out, like you you'll go to the Quarter because the French Quarter is 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 a much bigger area than Bourbon Street. And when you're when you're off of Bourbon Street, it is not the it's not the gong show that you see. Bourbon Street is like nothing you've ever – it's just there's there's nothing like it. I've never seen anything like it. But once you're a couple blocks away from there, then it's just – it's it's a series of cool bars and art shops and music. And so, you know, you can spend a night on Bourbon Street, and then you'll spend the other couple nights just in the quarter. And then there's other things to do. But, yeah, if you live down there, you're probably not going to Bourbon Street ever. Yeah. Unless you just want to, someone wants to come down and you want to experience it, you know, and and you can just see the the absolute Thunderdome and anarchy that is Bourbon Street at 3.30 in the morning. Because I haven't been in New Orleans in many, 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 many years, my opinion on this, not even opinion, just what I've heard about this yeah. has not changed. Is it true that if you get just a block or two off of Bourbon Street, yeah. you'll be mugged? 
<laughs> and possibly raped. <laughs> no. Oh. Right. There is a strong police presence. That's what they used to say. That's what they the used day. to say, yes. Back there, in the olden days when I yes. went there. There is a strong police presence there. Okay. Now, look, uh, there's probably areas of that. Like when you get out into some of the, uh, like, 8th, ninth ward, I'm not certain you want to be wandering around oh, there. there are wards. There's wards. Much like... Well, that's not like De- what's Detroit uh, miles. Yeah, like the the yeah. mile roads. Yeah. Like I like that. Yeah, there's there's we certain, need that in Portland. Yeah, there's certain you're like you just don't go here, and then like a lot of people roam the cemeteries. You know that's a big deal, and they tell you don't go to the cemeteries on your what own. What are they at doing night. out there? Well, people just like to do the whole again the whole ghost voodoo yeah. thing. So there's like walking tours and stuff, and they tell you don't go around the cemeteries by yourself at night like nothing good happens there if you're gonna go go, well that's true (laughs) that could be good or bad but go with a group of people and uh what exactly is voodoo uh it's like witchcraft yeah like a well it started like it's a haitian it's like a religion it's a religion yeah so like when they brought the slaves over uh a lot of the the african uh different tribes had different religions and then they would kind of all kind of mingle together and they've got some there's like some some like legendary voodoo figures like i guess they're they're prophets if you will and it all kind of mashed together and then yeah. new orleans has obviously an awful history of the slave trade and so in the french and you kind of mix it all together and wow. so you kind of have this unique thing it's 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 just one of those cities that you and, and like vegas is this way too the moment you step foot in it you know where you're at and there's not another place like that in the united states and i've always said when you go there because i went there the first time when i was like 20 like, the moment you walk in, you'll either love it or you'll think it's a sewer and you'll hate it. Yeah. There's not a lot of middle ground. I you, loved it. Yeah. You know, and some people. Wonderful city. Yeah, some people think it's, you know, it's it's smelly or gross and it's below sea water, so you're going to get rats and you're going to get, you know, it's, you know, there's an odor to, to it. New York. Exactly. You know, it's, yeah, but I that. just, I just, uh, I always love it. I, I, right, well. it's one of those places that I, I love going. And my favorite, honestly, is just the music. Yeah. You can. You, you can walk 10 blocks around the French Quarter, and you will find seven or eight world-class musicians either playing at little bars or literally out on the street. There's a guy, and I've seen him now four or five times down there. He's been playing for years. Uh, he goes, Isaiah the Artist. And he's just, just this guy, and he plays down at Jackson Square, which is there like outside of the big cathedral, right on the Mississippi River. Mm-hmm. And he goes down there, and he plays. He'll play on the weekends. You can find him every Friday, Saturday, Sunday down there at Jackson Square. And it's just a dude with his guitar, and then he's got a couple speakers, and he plays, like, backing tracks. He plays everything from Chris Stapleton to Prince to Lady Gaga to, to, you know, Bill Weathers. And he'll just – you can sit out there on one of the balconies and listen to that guy for hours, and he will mesmerize you. And you sit there, and you're like, how how are you here? (laughs) Like, how are you – Meaning, like – well, like he should be famous. Yes, he's just, and I don't, you know, who knows well, what he's is. He's probably got a drug problem. Well, there's a chance of that. Wait, that would make him famous. <laughs> it's just, I just love that. Or you're, you're just walking around and you see a, a full band, including a piano that someone has drug out to the middle of the street on Canal Street, and they've got a, a six-piece band there, including piano, and they're sitting there playing, and you'll be mesmerized, and before you know it, 45 minutes are gone by, and you're like, that's my favorite part of it is just kind of going from bar to bar and listening to all the different, you know, music. And then all of a sudden there'll be a 10-person jazz parade that comes by. For 300 bucks, you can get your own parade with police escort. Yeah, it's like Nashville in that way, only better music, Yeah, I think. Yeah, if you're, if you're a country music fan, going to Nashville in that bar scene, uh, you know, the blues in Memphis on Beale Street, it's, it's 
kind yeah. of that, that similar thing. Well, welcome back. I'm glad you had a good time. Yes. If indeed you did have a good time. I had too good of a good time, and I'm paying for it, but uh, well, you hey, know, here I am. There's a bar right here. Let's keep <laughs> the party going. Boy, I'll tell you what. I might need a break for a little bit. It was, it got, it, there was a couple nights it got a little rough. <laughs> got a little rough. As it should. You're on vacation. Yes. Well, you may uh, have noticed by now with your uh, – observant ears <laughs> that we are out and about yeah we, they've let us out of the cage my Again. first sh- my first show back and i'm like oh well, well you missed we are. friday friday we were out at uh the vroom vroom show the vroom vroom show yep and uh today we are at x golf tualatin for the fan winter golf classic now i'm seeing a lot of bros in their golf bags here uh 307 so that means we're in between flights i think yeah right? four o'clock i think the second flight goes off yeah so some guys were playing at noon well old fan uh regular golf tournament uh extraordinaire shane and company came out and yeah he's right over there yeah they're uh they're the leader in the clubhouse 16 under what yeah cheats i know that's a uh, skittles right <laughs> yeah those guys used to show up uh all in in different bright colored yes Pasta or uh, fluorescent, yeah, colors. fluorescent colors called themselves Skittles. And I believe Shane also holds the uh, esteemed honor of being the only person to ever fall into a sand trap while reading a putt. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that happened at the, I believe, Royal Oaks, uh, I believe, when that yep. went down. And he did Sand Angels. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that guy. That was the highlight of that tournament, in my opinion. Well, uh, yeah, we're here for the uh, Winter Golf Classic. I think they're doing, what are they doing, a scramble at Pebble? Uh, yes. Is that I what be- it is? I believe that is correct. Pebble Beach, that's pretty rad. Yes. And the winner uh, of, well, okay, so you, you probably heard, or if you didn't, Danny and Dusty were up at X-Golf Vancouver. Yeah. And they had a, a 12 o'clock wave and a 4 p.m. wave, and we have two waves. And so the the best overall score from all four waves is going to get into a uh, get into the 10th annual Fan Golf Classic in the summer. Yes. At Langdon, uh, they're going to get a free foursome into that, and that's, like, worth millions of dollars well and the the, the esteemed honor of, of being you know yeah. the, the the winner of that i mean yeah. you come in with high expectations but we got some others like the some winter rocks prize packs we got some game use yeah. autograph sticks some beanies some vip tickets so i think the four o'clock uh flight though is sold out yeah it is uh, here this afternoon it's, so if so. you come if you want to come by and say hi to us come by get a drink get some nibbles but yeah, yeah the uh the, the actual uh tournament is sold out yeah we're right here off of i-5 very convenient location x-golf and uh, they got a bunch of simulators in here. You can play all the cool courses. And the loser uh, gets the lessons. Yeah, free lessons. <laughs> the worst team, I think, gets like a because a, you need it. Gets a round of free lessons, which I thoroughly enjoy. That's that's good times. Well, uh, Buck's back in the studio. Uh, we have a big show today. Uh, luckily, you missed the debate on court storming. Oh so yeah, you missed that show. God, I because I we go through this every year. We do it every year, and can I look? I don't want anyone to get hurt. I don't want Caitlin Clark to get hurt. I don't want anyone from Duke to get hurt. But can we stop with the the, the, the like murder was committed on the court? Right. Like one day there is actually going to be a bad incident, and it's going to be like oh my god. But come on. Well, like what? Like what? What? Well, bad? like like someone is gonna get taken out. Like someone is gonna get sucker punched. Like it's gonna. Th- there will be a bad injury that occurs. Well, it hasn't happened yet. But this thing here again, like this is. I'm not gonna say that either Caitlin Clark or uh, what's the Duke kid? Uh, Philip House. Philip House. Philip House. I'm not gonna say that they initiated he's the contact. Fine, by the way, if either one of those wanted to avoid wanted to avoid the fan you could have avoided that fan they're saying filipowski now they were like that at first they were like he hurt his knee 
And then they were like, well, he hurt his ankle. Yeah. And now they're like, well, he's yeah, just a little sore. He's a little sore. So it's nothing just... major happened. Again, nothing major happened. Exactly. But they're trying, like. Well, you missed that whole thing. Yeah, well. It, I'm, it, I'm you glad. know, it's. Yeah. And we. It, it sounds like we all agree. Buck and I were both. I thought it was going to be an unpopular opinion, but Buck and I were both like, ah, court storming's cool. Yeah. Nothing bad has ever happened, really. You know, if you think somebody's going to die, then ban it. If not, shut up. That's, how, that's, that's the, uh, you know, that was our yeah. overview of it. But yeah. um, you, you luckily missed that show because this comes, you know, it yeah. comes about every it year. It comes about every year, about exactly. And luckily, knock on wood, we haven't had any bad happen yet. But when it does, buckle up. Now, today we get into more uh, football things as the combine has begun. We've got some uh, movement towards some quarterback trades. Oh, perhaps. yeah. We got we got free agency stuff. You got the franchise tag. We got coaches throwing quarterbacks under the bus. Love yeah, that. We got a, we got, That's my favorite. I, I love like when they're like, well, we'll know what we're doing with our quarterback. And then you got Sean Payton like, well, the next quarterback we get, we got to make sure he's good. We're like, hmm. Oh, what if you're tipping your hand there, Sean? And I tell you what, man, something happened in the NBA last night that is just absolutely unbelievable and absurd. Huh. It's just, All right, well, it, to me, it's it's insane. Can I, so, can, also basketball things. Can I say, too, that, uh, you know, the Blazers play the Heat tonight. Yeah. The lineup that they're running out there uh, on a nightly basis, uh, look, I'm not counting any chickens no, before they're are, hatched. You guys are fine. But I feel like me and Buck right at this point, I, I feel like we're we're you sleeping. double down like Buck did. <laughs> we're sleeping the sleep of angels. Buck doubled down and took, so so if you don't know what Suk's talking about, they have the Blazers over under win total at 28 and a half. They yeah. took the under because they are <laughs> yeah. haters of the Blazers. <laughs> and we knew they were going to tank. They're not this bad. They're attempting to be this bad. I'm going to that so, lake. Buck. Yeah. He also so he has the twenty eight and a half as well, but yes. he also doubled down and took under twenty two and a half. Did no, 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 really? no. Hold on, like hold on. Hold on. So for, first, it was not a Isn't double. Right? It wasn't a double down. It was I. What I did is I put half of my bet on the under twenty eight and a half, and I put the other half on under twenty five and a half at plus money. So I, I'm oh. I'm hoping for even lower well, than yeah. the main total, but twenty two and a half. No, I would not have gone that low, and uh, okay. that would have been scary. So don't that's, give me too much. That's, like, that's terrifying. Well, I got that number wrong, twenty-two and a half. But that is, to me, technically a double down. Like he's a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and you should too, because they're not, dude. They are not. <laughs> no. They, the instant Scoot Henderson was out <laughs> right after the All Star break, when he played in the Rising Stars Challenge, uh-huh. that's when you knew they're shutting it down. Damn right. And then they go three of seventy from three point range the other night. <laughs> they shot again. I, I had to look it up because I wanted to be accurate. I was because I was I was looking at box scores and I'm sitting there flipping through and, and when they were playing the Hornets, uh, they went three of thirty-two, and in case you were wondering, that is nine percent. They shot nine percent. Perfect. And at that point, I'm like, mm, I'm like I'm feeling pretty, pretty, pretty good. Although, I was I was sweating it a little bit when they beat Milwaukee and they were playing well. Yeah, but they haven't won since. Well, and they're shutting everyone down. They don't want to win games. No. They're not this bad. Whoa, they're choosing whoa, to be whoa, this whoa. bad. Ryan repairs back. Oh. oh. I thought I, I I thought he was questionable. All right, so let's uh, take a break, and when we come back, we'll uh, we'll start with our poll question uh, on X. We're out here at X Golf Tualatin for the first annual, first time we've done this, the Fan Winter Golf Classic, and it is indeed winter. It's raining out, so it's a perfect day to uh, get in here and uh, swing the sticks at Pebble Beach. All right, we'll be right back. It's Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yeah, it's the first annual Fan Winter Golf Classic, X-Golf Tualatin. Danny and Dusty were up at X-Golf Vancouver earlier today. It's a big day, and uh, the winners just left. Or the leaders, I should say. Yes. They're not, they haven't won yet. No. There's a whole afternoon round to go, but they are 16 under. They won the morning round. Pebble Beach Scramble. Yes. And they said they turned off the wind. Oh. So that helped. Well, is, that, is that cheating? Well, no. I they mean, didn't it, personally do it. Though. Right. Okay. No, no, no. Everybody, you know, they didn't have okay. to deal with the, yeah. with the wind. So... <laughs> Yeah, I would say that that's, you know, anyone that's played down, and I've never played it at Pebble, but I've played at Bandon plenty of times. And when the wind kicks up, uh, yeah, it can be quite interesting, especially if you're not very good a la me. Yeah, I'm going to go play Pebble Beach for the first time ever this uh, this summer. Oh, that's awesome. With the, you know, Northwest Golf guys. Yeah. And Travis, he takes a group down. I'm going to go with them. Because that's a, that's a whole thing. you got to stay, like, on property yeah. right, for, like, two nights. And yeah, it's, well, I don't, yeah, I mean, you do have to stay on property to play. It's, 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 it's not an easy. No. I mean, you just don't ever get discounts or anything. So uh, <laughs> it's nice when somebody else sets it up and they just say, "Give me this amount," yeah. and that's that. That makes sense. That's what I'll do. Yeah. If you're if you're waiting for Pebble Beach to go on sale, you, yeah, you may be not going to happen. I don't think the Groupon's coming <laughs> anytime soon. They don't need me. No, no, they don't. All right. Here's today's poll question. It is on X at 1080. The fan brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, family business helping families for over 60 years. AAA IAQ.com today. We are asking you, which quarterback would you rather have for this upcoming season only? Russell Wilson, Justin Field, Baker Mayfield, or Bo Nick? Baker Mayfield. Really? I think Baker is the top 10 quarterback in the league. Wow. I think he's, well, I mean, look, anytime we talk top 10, right, it's, to me, there's no difference between 9 and 13. There's just not. But when you look at Baker's numbers, Baker was a top 9 to 12 quarterback. And with the exception of that, the, the year in Cleveland that he hurt his shoulder and he played hurt, which is the worst thing he ever did, Baker led his team to the playoffs in Cleveland, got a playoff win. Um, he was he was very good in Tampa. He just had that weird year in Cleveland where he was hurt, and then he got he got cast away where he ended up in, in Carolina, which we know was a disaster, and then bounced, bounced to the Rams where, again, didn't have a chance to really do anything there. He was just kind of thrown into the mix. But then he ends up in Tampa, and I think Baker is going to end up being a $35 million a year quarterback. Like, Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback. And I'm not saying Russell's not. Russell wasn't the entire problem in Denver last year, but he's not what he once was. Far from it. And, uh, like, like Bo Nix, I'm sorry. Just uh, rookie quarterback, <laughs> stop it. You know, go, go away. Don't even, don't even and, and go there. And then Justin Fields, I'm just not as high. Like, I don't understand 
the Justin Fields. I never have. Like I, I feel like for four years, people have been trying to make Justin Fields happen. And I'm not saying that Justin Fields is a terrible quarterback, but do you realize since he came into the league, the, 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 I, I'll pull it up. I have it, uh, saw it today when I was kind of do, doing the award-winning show research. Do you know who the worst quarterback by a mile is in the fourth quarter in the NFL since coming into the NFL? Not Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Damn it. Like, I, so like, we, we keep trying to say, like, me make all these excuses for Justin Fields. And, and I get it. He played in Chicago, and the offensive line wasn't great. And they say, oh, he didn't have receivers. And, but like, we don't do this for any other quarterback. But for some reason... With Justin Fields, we just keep pushing the narrative that he's going to be great. And I think Fields can be okay. Like, I get it if Chicago decides that they just want to move back again and just stockpile talent. I'm not going to sit there and kill him for it. I don't personally understand it. I think there's a real ceiling to what Justin Fields can be. Um, So I'm just not as high on him as anyone else. So to me, like, when I look at Baker Mayfield, I think Baker might be the best value in the NFL right now outside of rookie deals, right? I mean, C.J. Stroud's the best deal in the NFL. Well, what's Mayfield make? Well, right now, right now he makes nothing. He's a free agent. But he played last year well, in Tampa on but, jump change. Yeah, what, what did he make last year is I, what I meant. I want to say he, he, he was like 15. Okay, so the, what are they going to have to pay him? My guess is that they're going to have to pay him 35 and, and, and possibly more. But it depends, on what the, it, it depends on what the market is for him. I mean, like Daniel Jones got 43. So, you know, Baker Mayfield is a hell of a yeah, lot. Yeah, but the Giants are dumb. The Giants are dumb. So this comes down, um, this comes down to, to what the market is for Baker Mayfield. And, and we'll see. I can't imagine that, uh, that they're going to let him walk. By the way, he played last year at two million, oh, little three million bucks. I thought, he, I thought he had like a 10-ish, Damn. 10, 12, three million bucks. Good little signing. Yeah. I mean, good little. His numbers were the exact same. As Tom Brady's last year in Tampa. Yeah, uh, yeah so, I saw that. You know, I'm not saying that, that, again, that he's just the end-all, the be-all, but we talk about Baker Mayfield. Like, If we're going to take two quarterbacks, Justin Fields and Baker Mayfield, and you ask people the narrative on those, we're going to sit here and we're going to be like, oh, Justin Fields. And meanwhile, we crap on Baker Mayfield. And the numbers and the history will tell you two completely different stories. Well, we like the running quarterback. We love him. And you got to admit, Fields was better towards the end of last season. As yeah. a matter of fact, I have a, uh, I have a little comp here. Is this the, yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. The, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yep. So this is, I mean, you know, numbers, they don't tell the entire story, but Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. Yeah. Last 20 games. Dropbacks. Lamar 663, Fields 668. Yeah. Completion percentage. Lamar 66, Fields 62. Mm-hmm. Uh, yards per attempt, 7.8 for Lamar, 6.8 for Fields. Tutties, 26 each. Mm-hmm. Interceptions, Wait. Jackson, 8. Yeah. Fields, 14. 14. Yeah. Rushing yards, 1,032 for Lamar, 1,376 for Fields. And rush tutties, 6 for Lamar, 9 for Fields. Yep. Pretty similar. Yeah, and, and yet I'll look at wins and losses and, and, again, go to fourth quarter clutch stats. And, yeah. again, I, I just I, look, I, no I don't, one's saying, I don't see it. No one's saying he's... Lamar Jackson, but he, he has improved, and sure. there is going to, you know, look, if there's a place for Baker Mayfield to become a starter again, and now we're talking about him as if he is a QB1, because that hasn't always been the case. Yeah. There is that route for Fields, too. Yeah. I mean, because he's going to get traded. Sure. I mean, that that's that's the... the, I, the I would assume. the Bears. Well, the Bears GM just was at the Combine today, and here are his quotes. You tell me if you think this sounds like that dude's going to get traded. 
So the Bears GM, of course, they have the number one pick, and they're probably going to take Caleb Williams. He said, it just depends on what opportunities pop up. He said, I will say this. If we go down that road, I want to do right by Justin as well. No one wants to live in gray. I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So we'll gather the information. We'll move as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush, and we'll see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. Yeah. They're trading Justin Fields. Yeah, and they alluded to, you know, the went on to say that, the, the compensation package they got last year is the starting point. Which is what? Uh, two ones, two twos, and DJ Moore. Oh, get out of here. So, I mean, that's a... That's a and, and honestly, They're not going to get that. Uh, they may. For Fields? Oh, no, no, not for Fields. For the number oh, one. Oh, for number one, yeah. If they, was, want, if they want to yeah. move the number one overall pick. The question is, what will, what will they get for Fields? Probably two, which is a conditional one. My guess is for Fields, it'll be a second-round pick, and then with some incentives, if Fields plays... So many snaps, if he has so many numbers, if he leads into the playoffs, something like that, it turns into a one. Well, I think the interesting thing with Fields is if he were to go to a good team. Yeah. You know, um, if he were to go to, I don't know, he's been kind of linked to Pittsburgh. That'd be, that'd be interesting. Pittsburgh and Atlanta are two that you, you hear kicked around uh, quite a bit. Atlanta, duh. See, I, I don't mind Atlanta. I actually like Atlanta in that. Atlanta was in a lot of close games. I mean, Morris came out today, and I think they were, what, were they, they went seven games last year? And he said, look, if we had better quarterback play, I wouldn't have this job. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's true. Like, you want to talk about a quarterback that's bad, and that's the situation down in, in, in Atlanta between the Heineken man and, and Spencer Ritter. They, they both stink. But Atlanta actually has um, some nice young pieces. You have two quality backs. You got a couple decent old linemen. You got a tight end that, when used uh, early in his career, looked good. Looks like you have a number one receiver in Drake London. Like, there's things to like about Atlanta. It's just they don't have a quarterback. Like, they were in a lot of games last year. So, like, Fields makes sense to me in Pittsburgh, and Fields makes sense to me in Atlanta. I think if I was Justin Fields, I, I, I may want to give it. I, I think Atlanta has better offensive talent around, but Pittsburgh obviously is a better organization. Yeah, and I think that's where I was going. It's like Pittsburgh, I just, I just trust them. Yeah. You know, to to just have a little bit more of a foundation around him. Agreed. Not as many studs, like you mentioned, but Pittsburgh's just a good organization, well coached. Yes. And you know, I don't, I don't know, that's that's kind of a toss up. And then you you hear him, you hear him uh, connected to the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot. You look at the the teams that are. We could see six quarterbacks go in the first round, but you look at at all the teams that are bad that are going to need quarterbacks, right? And you go down the list from, again, the Bears to the Commanders, you know, the Patriots. But, you know, Denver's going to be in the market. Minnesota could be in the market. Atlanta's in the market. The Raiders are in the market. You know, there's a there's going to be a lot of turnover uh, at the quarterback position. Tampa, we would assume, goes with Baker. But if they don't, they're in the market. I mean, this could be, this could be wild in that there's going to be a potential run. I mean, we could see one, two, three quarterbacks. So we know that it's going to be – Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Daniels in some order, right? But then you look at um, Penix, you look at Knicks, J.J. McCarthy, who a lot of people think can move up the boards. I mean, there could be there could be a, a mass run on these quarterbacks going early in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a draft loaded with corners, loaded with tackles, and loaded with receivers. You know, there, there may be some value guys that just kind of sit back and, and wait for someone to fall into their lap or teams that are willing to trade back. And just stockpile picks. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see where where Fields ends up. But he's he's likely going to be traded, and it could be during the combine. You never know. Yeah. Uh, so, which quarterback would you rather have for this upcoming season? Only uh, Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, Baker Mayfield, Bo Nix. Right now, it's between Mayfield and Nix. 
with our <laughs> listeners. Well, they love people around here. Love them some Bo Nicks. Well, that and you know the rookie. And again, that's why I put in for just this upcoming season only. Yeah. But I mean, you don't really know. I mean, Bo Nicks could be a really good rookie. Absolutely. And he could be better than those three. Yes. I mean, it's not a huge, you know, like a high bar there. But uh, I'd probably go Baker as well. But I, I think a little bit more of Fields than you do. I just think he just needs the right organization. So uh, wrapping up yesterday's poll question, uh, fan court storming, what say you? 55% said it's dope. <laughs> and 45% said ban it. I just love that it's dope. It's dope. It's dope it is yo. dope. It's a cool thing, I it, think. It, it is cool. It's a cool thing for college kids yep. and just a – it's a cool visual. It's a fun thing. Yeah. All right, uh, coming up next, which quarterback is going to be resetting the market? It's 3.30. Let's go to Buck with Sports Center. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. While we're on the subject of uh, quarterback contracts, that's going to be a big topic here over the next handful of weeks and coming months. Uh, Did you see the uh, quarterback that will be resetting the market? No. Or at least so they say. No. And by the way, right now, you know who the highest paid quarterback is per annual? Like if you break it down to annual salary? Well, Mahomes' new deal kicks in. I know his salary cap number goes to yeah. something. Like It's like 60-something million next year. Yeah, that's crazy. Is, is he? Is I, don't think, I don't think we're there yet in terms of the new yeah, I don't think league the, year. Yeah. Uh, so that wouldn't technically wouldn't be there yet. Now, uh, if you're talking cap hits for this upcoming season, mm-hmm. um, well, maybe we are there then. I don't know, but uh, Deshaun Watson has the biggest. Yeah, it's sixty-four million dollars. Well, and, and his is guaranteed. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, that is on the precipice of being the worst contract yes. in the history of sports. No question. I mean, at least last year before he got hurt, there was like there was like a glimpse. We're like, wait, is this? Like old Sean Watson, but fully I mean, guaranteed, right? Fully guaranteed. <laughs> but we are. I mean, you think about the last time you saw Deshaun Watson be a, a a good. I'm not even saying a great, just a good NFL quarterback. I mean, we're talking like four years ago. Like it's it's starting to get a little like if you're Cleveland, you are in full pucker mode right now. Like, what did we do? You know what's weird about him is Stefanski's a pretty good offensive coach. Yes, he is, and they have a pretty good. I mean, pretty good offense. Yes. Right. Yes. Like, what has happened to Deshaun Watson? Was it just the layoff? I, I don't know if it's the layoff. I don't know if it's between his ears. I don't know if he can handle like being the villain. Like, they say this all the time that like some guys are meant to to be booed and they and they can embrace it and and and, and it's all about it. But Deshaun Watson, for his whole life, was known as a pretty good guy. Like, you never had any, you never heard anything bad about Deshaun Watson. And then all of a sudden, like, people are calling him a rapist, and, and by the way, rightfully so, you know, according to some people. And all that thing is, is problematic, and he forces his way out of Houston, and all of a sudden you got all this pressure on you, and there's the long layoff, and you keep getting injured. And, and you know, I, I don't know if that's just spiraled downhill, but I, I can't remember someone 
of his talent level, I mean, he's only 28 years old. I know. Like, and and when you go back to, to look at him in Houston, and by the way, he was doing it. Now, granted, he had he had a, a good receiver with him in DeAndre Hopkins, but I mean, there it was basically him and Hopkins just doing a one man like kind of wrecking crew together in Houston, and, and he was good. He was a top four, or five quarterback in the league. Yeah, his quarterback rating in Houston: 103, 103, 98, and 112. I, then he takes two years off. He comes back to Cleveland, seventy nine and eighty four. Yeah, I, you know, it makes you appreciate Bill O'Brien too. Yes, but I still, mean, he think, think about that. He has the biggest cap hit in in uh, among quarterbacks Oof. next year, sixty four million dollars. That's going to hamstring the Browns. You know who's second? Huh? Prescott. Dak, oh. Dak is at fifty nine million cap hit next year. Well, and and this is, I mean, this is the ultimate question of every NFL team. It's the most important position in the world in any sport. It's not even close. It's really hard to win without one. And yet we've entered this world where there is no middle ground. You either get paid. Uh, I believe the official term is a butt ton of money or you're rookie or you're cheap. And they're just it's like the NBA is trying to find some middle ground now with their salary structure. The NFL, if they were to do one thing to change the competitive nature of, of, of the league, it would be to have some sort of special exemption for the quarterback because it's just the, the Daniel Joneses of the world paying the, like you just but can't you go the opposite way though can't you say so yes obviously you pay these guys a bunch of money and it takes money away from being able to fill out the roster elsewhere yes but the opposite is true if you pay your quarterback a bunch of money why can't you go young at multiple other positions well you have to well, well, right. Yeah. So, so that's a way to do it. That's what the Chiefs did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs paid Mahomes a ton of money. Yep. And yet they get these rookie corners. Yep. You know, they get these young guys in the draft. If you draft well, yeah. you it actually works out better because you can pay your quarterback an S ton, like you said, and then a bunch of positions don't get paid a whole lot until their rookie deals are well, up. Although to be fair, the only team that's ever won the whole thing with the the expensive quarterback is is Pat Mahomes. Yeah. In Kansas City, and, and next year it gets even worse for them and. And so we'll see what happens because they've got some decisions to make. Can they keep Snead? Can they keep Chris Jones? Can they keep them both? And, you know, they're not paying any receivers. And, you know, they, they, they may be the exception that just, I, just most teams can't do that. And Why? Because they can't draft well enough? Well, or they don't have enough picks? Both. It's, it's really hard to hit on that many quality picks. And you better have a quarterback that's special enough to cover those holes. And, and like, it, it's one thing if you're paying Joe Burrow, Mahomes, or even a guy like Herbert or Josh Allen, but – those aren't really the guys I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Kyler Murrays and the Dak Prescotts and the, the Daniel Jones and, and guys like this, Derek Carr, you know, even, even Kirk Cousins. Like, those are the ones where it's just the amount of money you're paying them is just it's, – it's really hard. It's not commiserate with what you can get out of them. Those are good quarterbacks, and good quarterbacks in the league are making 40 to $45 million. And when you look at that compared to the rest of the league, like – like when you look at, at cap uh, numbers that get thrown out, right? Like uh, Brian Burns, who's a top probably 12 edge rusher in the NFL, young pass rusher from from Carolina, they're going to tag him, and his number is going to be set at at either 21 or 24, depending whether they designate him as a defensive end or an outside linebacker. They're going to fight over that, by the way, because he's going to be like, I'm a I'm an outside linebacker, and they're like, No, you're not. But like when when you look at at, at 21 or 24 million for a a 24 year old truly elite rusher right and then you look at, at daniel jo daniel jones at 45 or 43 whatever it is 
and something's, something's wrong. Like, the, the, you know, a, a good young receiver, again, most you can get a top five player at his position for in the low 20s at pretty much any position. But you can't get – you can't even get a top 15 to 20 quarterback for less than 40. And, and that, to me, is it's, it's, it's yeah. skewed. And I know they've done it to themselves, but I just I – just, I don't know. That's the one thing that I wish the NFL would address and realize that there is a big problem there. Uh, at least in my mind, with the way team building goes, and I think you end up with a lot of kind of crappy teams and, and teams in bad spots, and I just think the competitive nature and the product would be better. Like, I don't want to watch Daniel Jones or, or Derek Carr play with their teams. But if, if those guys weren't, if you could spend an extra 25 to $30 million on the Giants and the, and the Saints, how much better would those rosters actually be? And it would, it would, and then we wouldn't have to watch those teams struggle with very mediocre quarterbacks that make a butt ton of money. So you're just saying keep the the quarterbacks number separate? I, I I wish it was that. Yes, I wish there was some sort of quarterback salary cap that was its own unique thing because it's unlike any other position. Yeah. When I can get a top flight player at any position for in the low twenties, and it costs me sixty to get a quarterback. At that top flight. Yeah, but you know what? Something's wrong. But top flight, you know, Joe Burrow, uh, to, back to the question, the, the highest paid quarterback average salary per year right now is Joe Burrow at $55 million. Just yes. got a new deal. Justin Herbert, 52 and a half. Yeah. The guy that they are saying that is going to uh, reset the market is Dak Prescott, <laughs> <laughs> who could be, and he's an interesting one. Have like fun we're, with that. Because Burrow and Herbert, you pay. Yep. Prescott, no, no, no. And that leads me to, like, your Daniel Jones example. He's the most extreme example. Why do these dumb teams – like, part of this is you, you have to be smart, okay? There's a cap that you have to utilize wisely. Why the hell are you paying Daniel Jones 43? Look, if, if quarterbacks are that expensive and you know you have to pay, pay a premium for them, if you're going to pay a premium, get a premium quarterback. Like, there, that's, that's on them. In other just, words, that's, you've hamstrung your, your own team that way. And I guess this is – Go look, to the draft otherwise. And, and I understand. I understand where you're coming from. But I guess and, – and, and that's easy to say when you've got, you know, when you've got a bum, right? When you've got well, draft bust. He's kind of a bum. But when you've got Dak – He's ca- an interesting one. He's an interesting one. Or Dak or – I'm trying to think of another one. You know, Jalen Hurts it was coming off a, a Super Bowl. See, I, I can't I, – he, he got it. But last year, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, crap. Like, Jalen Hurts wasn't that good anymore. But Dak is a good one, right? Dak is a really good player. He is. And, and Dak should get a bunch of money. But if you're Dallas and you're a contender, like, you think you're a Super Bowl contender every year. Like, you got a really good roster around you. And you tell Dak Prescott, dude, we're not paying you $55 million a year. We're not paying you $60 million. Dallas's only other option, then, is to get significantly worse at quarterback like there isn't anything close to that well their other option is you've got to you've got to hit on your draft picks you got to get younger at other positions that's but, that's what we were talking about but even with that it just it's it's so it's hard to do it's, it's just really hard to do it to me it's it's just the one i don't know I, I just think the game could be better if the nfl addressed it i just find is is there any other sport and, and I'm, I'm you know baseball uh nba whatever is there another – and the NBA is different because it's, it's positionless. But, you know, where you have one, one position player, one, that is worth three times what any other player on the field is worth. 
it just it, it's so weird. Like a, a starting pitcher, that'd be like if, if the best position player in, in Major League Baseball was making let's make was making twenty six, twenty seven, and and meanwhile, the, the, you know the the best arm in the league was making sixty five, and that was like that just the way it was. Or you know in the NBA, if if, if a starting point guard, you know it was it was that skewed. It's just it's 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 weird. It's and I know it's unique to the NFL. But I just don't think it's it's good for the sport, and I think it puts teams, granted, by their own stupidity, Daniel Jones and, and company, but I just think it kind of puts a gun to your head, and it forces you to be damned if you do, damned if you don't. I would love for, for some of these teams to tell their quarterback to go take a hike, but then you're like, well, if Dallas says, hey, we're not paying the Dak Prescott freight. Go okay, the draft. We're, we're <laughs> Trey Lance, baby. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's where you're going. And, and then, by the way, if that guy hits in two years, guess well, where you're at again. Yeah, we, we want 60 million bucks. I think, Dak, you got to pay. I'm with you on that. Daniel Jones, you did not. Yeah. And Baker Mayfield, you don't. Yep. You know, Baker Mayfield's a good one. That's right. That's that's in the, that that gray area where it's like, eh, you and like I, him. And I will be very interested to see what he gets. Go young, man. All Some, right. Someone said that group for Dex Life. Whatever sports agent came up with the term resetting the market, genius. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be weird to see what that gets. All right, uh, let's uh, pick this up on the other side of the break. We'll wrap up this conversation. Then we'll get into what happened in the NBA last night at the top of the hour. It is 349. We're at X-Golf Tualatin. Isaac Atsuk on the fan. All right, it is uh, 354 with Isaac and Suk. We're out here at X-Golf Tualatin. Winter Golf Classic about to get underway. The second wave, the noon wave, the low score was 16 under. The scramble at Pebble Beach. And now uh, the second wave will try to beat that. Uh, and they tee off at uh, 4 o'clock. And it's a great day to be here because it's raining outside yeah, and I, it's cold. I think it's supposed to be crappy. I came from 77 and sunny to this. Mm. And it's, oh, it was not that nice down there. Yeah, it was, mm. it was, it was gorgeous. Mm. I was poolside yesterday getting a tan, and now mm. this. Welcome home. By the way, Vancouver Ford text line. And this is we're, we're talking about quarterback contracts. This is, this is prime what I, I think pains me about it. Says I'm a Packers fan and I have no idea if Love is going to be worth 50 million. He isn't going to take less than Daniel Jones. I hope they resign him for just 50 million. There you go. Like Jordan Love is coming off a really nice second half campaign, and next year they've got him for 10 million. 10, I think all in. I think it's 12. He's got a little bit of a signing bonus there. Beauty. And 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 that's a young team. It's a young, exciting team. And you look at that team, you're like, oh man, they're they're building towards something. has got all this young talent. You know, get tight ends and receivers and all that. And next year, if he has a, a good year, not even a phenomenal year, if he has a good year, yeah, he's going to come to him and be like, okay, cool, middle of the year next year, I would like $50 million. And And I, even though the salary cap went up by about $12 million this year, it was an unexpected little bump, and people are like, oh, man, $12 million, I got room to play. That $12 million gets eaten up real fast by everyone else because once the salary cap goes up, yeah. every position player is like, cool, I want my bump. And I just I wish it wasn't where we had to say that after – a year and a half of, of good play, Jordan Love is worth $55 million. But that's probably the reality. If he has another good year, that's what Green Bay is staring at. You know, the thing they do with those quarterback contracts, and the Chiefs did this really well with Mahomes' deal, is they'll, well, first of all, they restructure him every every year. You know, you got to have a guy that you committed to forever. Yeah, and you front load him to, yep. in your favor. Yep. And so then when you restructure. So, it, you know, I mean, there's ways to, yeah. to, to make him team friendly. Patrick Mahomes actually was. He got paid, but, yep. the, but he helped the team out. And it, it helps when you have a guy that you know, like, hey, Pat, you're here for 12 years. Exactly. And we'll keep kicking the can We're going to take road. care of you, but yes. we need this, this, and yeah. this. Yeah. And yeah. You're, you get paid. And the other thing, too, is like, you know, when you think back to what Brady did, 
to give like, nothing like it. Yeah, I mean to give the Patriots like that's not talked about enough. No. To give the Patriots a break taking less. Yep. You know, as the as the star quarterback. Two largest cap hits next season. Deshaun Watson, sixty four million, Dak fifty nine million. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um two most cap friendly quarterbacks next season based on not rookie deals, right? No, well, rookie deals, but them being just good quarterbacks. Sure. Uh, C.J. Stroud, obviously, eight million. Yeah. And Trevor Lawrence is still only at eleven million. Yep. Also in good shape uh, are the Eagles with Jalen Hurts. His cap hit will only be thirteen million. Oh, and yeah. believe it or not, Justin Herbert's is only nineteen million. In about four years, at seventy, <laughs> seventy <laughs> so million. Said, the window to win in this league is is early because eventually guys are like, cool. Uh, I've, I've taken all the, the team-friendly stuff, and we've restructured. Uh, I'd like a, a big, sweaty wad of cash guaranteed right here in my hand. And if you're Cleveland, again, you're staring at quite possibly it's the tough. worst contract in the history of the NFL. Yeah, but you know they're good, and they have yeah. a good and they have yep. a good defense. Yep. And yep. you know it's not it's not hamstringing them. Think I about, mean, it is, but they've done a good job building the roster around him. Think about what they would have been had. And he's not even their quarterback. Had he actually been or is he? good. And remember, they're about to – Denver is going to buy out Russell Wilson and eat. Yeah. Have to, like, the, 38 million, I thought. Yeah, the dead cap money that they're about to swallow on him is Well, he gets enormous. his 38 million no matter what. Yeah. And then some team can sign him for next to nothing. Yeah. Their dead cap money, I believe, is going to be about 80 million bucks. <sighs> Got to do it, though. And they can split that over a couple years, but still, it's... But they're smart. Like, they're getting out of it. Yep. They know. know. They're like, hey, it's not... It doesn't work, so take the hit now and start building to the future. All right. Basketball things coming up next on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.